Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's our season six wrap up episode. Confetti noises, noisemakers, party sounds. <laughs> Thanks, Pinky. You're welcome. This was such a crazy season. It was a crazy season. We've had we had more guests this season than we've had ever had before. Oh my goodness. By a lot. A lot. Like I started season six and I was like, you know, I think we're gonna take it down a notch with guests. We're gonna keep it real <laughs> chill. No. No. We've had twenty guest episodes. Twenty. Twenty. Twenty out of twenty six. Yeah, it was crazy. That's so many. But Everyone was amazing. Mm-hmm. We we had so many new guests this year. Oh yeah, uh, it was and it was so fun to talk to them about their experience with Pony, and then all of our returning guests, all still amazing. Love having everybody, and we just we just I hope we can fit you all into season seven. <laughs> 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 all right, so I guess the way we normally do this is we start off with our favorite moments for each one of the main six. Oh, you mean main seven? Nope. Oh nope. That's a long-standing argument within the fandom as to whether or not it's really the main seven or if it's still just the main six. And I say it's still the main six. Well, that's fine. But Starlight is being added to this list because of how important a character she is. Yes, she is a full, she is a a series regular. So main six plus Starlight plus Spike. Yep. Starting with Rarity on my list. Gift of the Mod Pie. Oh, okay. Everything she does to help Pinky in that episode. She is the peak generosity rarity. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, she's also doing some business while she's at it. True. But she didn't plan on going to scout locations that day. She was there to go, you know, hang with Pinky. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, let's go do that so I can distract while you figure out a present. Mm. And just keeps going and going and then learns about Maud. No, she was absolutely supposed to be scouting locations. She just w- all took them along with her That's to true. be a distraction. She, you are misplacing the level of her generosity. No, you're trying to downgrade it, which I understand. But no, you've painted it as being completely altruistic, which it was not. She is a very good rarity in that episode, and very a good. very good friend. She's a good rarity in that episode. I one hundred percent agree. And so I thought it was a good highlight for her. Sure. What about you? Okay, my favorite rarity moment was in Pony Point of View, all of her outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly Cruise Director Rarity. Cruise Director Rarity is maybe the greatest outfit I've ever seen was, her wear. That was that was my favorite. With Titanic Rarity coming in a very close second. Oh, Titanic Rarity, Rose Rarity is pretty amazing, but <laughs> there's just some, I don't need cosplay of Rose. I need cosplay of Cruise Director. Oh my God. I need that. Please, internet, please make it happen. With seven pony cosplayer men in sailor uniforms? Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Applejack. I did wear the apple lies. I'm a sucker for the apple family episodes. Mm-hmm. Just seeing her lie and have to go toe-to-toe with Big Mac. Mm-hmm. And being little kid. Kind of little. Yeah. Like it's, preteen. It's very cute. It was very cute. And wonderful. I put her saying all of the movie quotes in number 21, every little thing she does. 
based on that those little moments, now granted she was under a spell, I just have a feeling that Applejack has a secret love of romantic comedies and like those just very stereotypical chick flick films that she watches those all the time. She was just an apple sitting in front of another apple asking him to love, love her. her. <laughs> yeah, like it's just you can take our farm, but you can never take our freedom. I that's what I have now think in my head. Is it just Applejack sitting in her room watching those movies, making sure nobody else knows? And she sums up every story she tells with a movie quote. That's great. Fluttershy. Fluttershy. When she puts her hoof down against Zephyr mm. in Flutter Brother. Very cool. It's the most assertive we've seen her. It is very assertive. And, and and like we said, it keeps growing season by season and we see little moments. But this is the one where it's like she is the most outspoken force in her family. Which is hilarious. <laughs> it's very funny. What about you? Dungeons and Discords when she screams at Discord. <laughs> when it's alternate universe, but she's like, maybe I don't want to be so nicey-nicey. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I I just uh, it's so funny. It's so funny to see her the flip of her is great. Honorable mention to when she freaks out in buckball season. <laughs> also adorable. <laughs> and that one's not even angry as much as it is I'm terrified and I don't know how to tell you. Pinkie Pie. I also did gift of the mod pie. She sells her party cannon to get her sister a present. It's very sweet. That's such a big moment. Mm -hmm. Precious. I just I don't have I don't know what else to say. It's she loves her sister Maud so much. She does. I put saddle row review. I love the moment where there's two pinkies in the booth. <laughs> I just think it's a great callback, and I just that's probably one of my favorite episodes of the whole season. And there's just so many moments, and that for me is just the one that stuck out for Pinky. It's really good. It's just hilarious. For Rainbow Dash, do we have the same one? It's newbie dash. Yeah, it's newbie dash. It's it's she's a wonderbolt. Like and well, I mean that's great, but then just all the moments where she's pretending to be these other people. It's both of those. Like yeah, both of those things that, make it That whole episode is a perfect Rainbow Dash episode because it plays off of an insecurity that we know. It makes her grow from it and we get some really funny moments of her pretending to be her friends and forgetting what makes her so cool. Yep. And it's just perfect. And then that last shot is just heartbreakingly beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Twilight, sparkle. Okay, this one's hard because Twilight's kind of in the background this season. She is. There are a lot of episodes this season that she is not in. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. But my favorite moment is just how jealous she is about Trixie in No Second Prances. I love that too. So just like, hi, Trixie. How are you? <laughs> She's trying so hard to convince Starlight to not be best friends with this pony, mm -hmm. even though it was like, Twilight, come on. I really, I, I liked Saddle Row Review. I love her organizing. <laughs> I get to organize? <gasps> I get to craft friends that's in my color and style? Oh, well, it got messed up. So I get to do it again. Oh, no, I have to do it again. I just, <laughs> I, I. Really identify with that. You feel it just, strongly. It just made me laugh really hard. That connection. All right. Starlight Glimmer. Mm -hmm. Our first full season with Starlight as mm -hmm. a big character. To wear and back again. The whole season finale. The fact that she faces down Queen Chrysalis and a mob of 
angry changelings with no magic, the one thing that she's had to rely on. And she still figures it out. And she figures out a message of friendship that transforms all of them mm-hmm. and saves her friends. Yep. It's just huge. Oh, it's, I mean, spoiler alert for me, that's one of my top favorite things of the whole season. Yeah. But I put my favorite, for my favorite moment for her, because I guess this season I went more of like what I found more entertaining and not like we're like character moments. Totally valid. Yep. Anytime she quickly references her former self. <laughs> so good. Oh, I mean, when I accidentally enslaved a bunch of people with a spell. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, which is, it's clear that's her coping mechanism, but it's hilarious. Yeah, she she likes to be self-deprecating and remind herself, oh, yeah, I was horrible at one point. Mm-hmm. Oof. Now he would be so angry if we forgot him. Oh, we can never forget him. The littlest dragon. The littlest dragon. Spike. My favorite Spike moment. It's times there are changeling. Tim with Thorax mm-hmm. and seeing the goodness in Thorax and then singing a song for his friend. It's funny because when we first did that episode, we hated it. We did. But you know, eh, there it's a little schmaltzy, but man, it is so important. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't deny it. That, that is Spike's big moment. Mm. I went with Dungeons and Discords. I really loved how his whole thing was that he was trying to include Discord. He did get frustrated and get mean about it, but then he made it right and also like validated like you did actually do something super freaking cool. They figured out it was like Discord's probably better as a dungeon master. He may be, but he's an archer. I, it was so fun. Like I just really liked him in that episode because I I felt like it was one of those like tiny character moments that wasn't pushing too hard especially since the episode was really about discord yeah yeah so, that's fair so i really liked it that's a good one mm-hmm. all right our bottom three things about this season mm-hmm. and let's start off with racism spice <laughs> up your, your life. life i just wrote spice up your life ew i went <laughs> yeah it was just it was poorly done it was poorly executed it pulls it out in the end a little bit Here's the thing. I could excuse pretty much all of it if the voices had been done. Those voice actors are not Indian, and that's just not cool. It's one of the biggest glaring mistakes throughout this entire show. Mm-hmm. And anytime we deal with ponies that might be of a different culture, per se, mm-hmm. that might clue in on certain aspects of you know dealing with issues of racism and dealing with people of different ethnicities, they never, ever cast people of those backgrounds and it just makes it painful to watch yeah and to kind of piggyback off that i really didn't like times they are changeling because of the way they talk about changelings it gets really uncomfortable and not great and they didn't and one of the problems is they created these villains but they didn't give us any weight to them until we got to this so it's just like (gasps) we hate them that was it yeah That episode is in a similar pocket, and I think what is great about that episode is what Spike does. Spike recognizes changelings for the threat that they actually pose, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, they tried to destroy the Crystal Empire a while back, so that's not great. Mm -hmm. And they are kind of scary because of that. Mm -hmm. But then he meets this changeling who is completely different and immediately rethinks his whole stance on that. It's just every pony else is 
kind of the worst about it. Yeah. My second thing is that there's a little bit of filler in this season. There's filler in every season, don't get me wrong. But like with last season, I felt like the filler was at least entertaining. But some of our weaker episodes this season, Applejack's Day Off, Cart Before the Ponies, and as fun as it was, Pony Point of View, I don't feel like those episodes really tie into the main arc at all. No, those episodes are a little bit more, this is what these ponies are doing while this is going on. Yeah. Cart Before the Horse, that was really an episode of, we haven't seen this happen yet, where it's a Cutie Mark Crusader episode where... The big ponies take over. We just yeah. ha- we hadn't had that we hadn't had that very classic story, so they had to do it. Pony point of view, yeah, that one doesn't really serve the overall arc again, but it is a story technique that they have not used in the show. And while technically those could be considered filler, they're still really good episodes and they're very fun. So it's kind of funny because when you said there's a lot of filler, I'm just like doesn't feel like filler because the episode wasn't boring or bad. And like Mm. even Stranger Than Fan Fiction could be considered filler, but that episode is awesome. Dungeons and Discords is also filler. It doesn't do anything for the overall arc of the story, but it's an interesting episode. It's a good story. You make excellent points. I I will retract my my point there. So I I think the statement needs to be, that that wasn't bad, but that what they did with their filler episode was give you a very entertaining story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, right. a, that's a good, not a bad. It is a good. You have convinced me. Yeah, I win. For my bottom, I put the songs. Ooh. I thought the songs were really lacking this season. They're not as good as, as previous seasons. Mm-hmm. They're not as punchy. They're not as memorable. They don't carry as much weight. I mean, they did a pretty good job with the Christmas Carol episode. Oh yeah, the heartwarming. The heartwarming song was fantastic. It was good, but it it wasn't the best songs, and that's okay. But everything else was really lackluster. Everything else was really just we're telling a story point in a song right now. Those felt it. like filler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I mean that's all I have for bottom. That's really all I have too. Like I had a minor point about. It felt like we jumped back and forth a little bit more than we normally do. And sometimes it interrupted what felt like a continuous storyline. Mm-hmm. Just something that we've had in a couple of these seasons where it was like everything's leading up to the same point. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it really impacts things too much. True. It was just a little thing that I saw. Yeah. On to the top stuff. And Yay. it's pretty easy to say one of these points, which is, Redemption. Yeah, I put Starlight Glimmer's Redemption and the Changelings. I don't like how they introduced the Changelings and how they dealt with them this season, but I like them as a villain and then being reformed into this whole new race of character. Yeah. This, I love it. I think that's so cool. By changing them from villains into this new type of character, we've now expanded the universe exponentially. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome to do that especially when you're getting into a show that's you know there's still three more seasons and you've already gone six what are you gonna do now to keep moving forward and they've set themselves up to say well we can move past just ponies it's like we've gone to griffins and things like that but now by introducing the changelings you're starting to push even further into saying now there's all sorts of worlds within this little world we've created that we could start trying trying out 
mm-hmm. and inventing new ones. Mm-hmm. And that's a cool thing to do, especially as you're coming into later seasons. Yeah. And we should also say the redemption of Trixie and the further redemption of Discord. But uh, the fact that those four get time to shine in the finale. So the whole finale was great. I mean, we talked about this last episode with John um, and just how each one of them had a completely different reformation. I, I love that. It was beautifully, very well done, very well crafted. It's interesting because I feel like Trixie was kind of already redeemed, but what they did was give her more context. Oh, yeah. And so my biggest thing that I love this season was the depth of the friendship lessons. Trixie is straight up depressed. Yeah. And we find that out. We get we get the context for why she feels the way she does. Depressed and isolated. Correct. And then we also get to see Twilight have to just kind of come to terms with some of like with who Trixie is. And I love that. And that's really deep and important. And dang, like it's not just let's be nice to each other. Well, it's also important. It's like you can be best friends with someone who is best friends with someone else. Yeah. And you might not like that other friend. But that's okay. Yep. And it can work. Might not always. There could be other extenuating circumstances, but it's important to realize it's like your friends can have other friends and you don't necessarily have to like them, but you do have to accept that your friend likes this other person or is friends with this other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was definitely on my list of just like the, the moral and emotional complexity and depth that they went to this season. And then my last thing was Starlight fucking Glimmer. <sighs> I love her. I love the story. We had reservations. Mm-hmm. We knew just little bits about Starlight Glimmer. And then we always had the jokes of like, it looks exactly like Twilight. And then this season, seeing how different she is, how unique a pony she is. Mm-hmm. What a great character and foil to all of the main six. She's a great foil, but she's also a really good compliment. And yeah. I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again, that she's more powerful than all of them. Absolutely. She's more powerful, but she still needs those friendships to be able to help and be a good friend. Mm-hmm. She she needs those other influences so that she doesn't just fly back into fear and the need to go back to, you know, erasing every pony's special cutie marks. Well, and I, I love that episode. Every little thing she does is that for her, magic has been how she's coped with everything. And she has to learn. Nope. You have to actually, you know, do stuff and be with people. Well, and it's it's not about being good at things. It's about experiencing things. Yep. And when she's finally like, wait, I don't have to, like, actually do it well. No. Yeah. <laughs> so for this season. Who is your favorite pony? Starlight Glimmer. Starlight Glimmer. Oh, she's dethroned Fluttershy. I looked at everything. I went, do I like Fluttershy? No. If I'm going for a main six pony, it's probably Rainbow Dash. Hmm. Rainbow Dash gets the most interesting moments this season and probably the most powerful moments. I see a lot of growth in her, even though she has to take it on the chin a lot. Hmm. But... Starlight Glimmer is just so good this season. She's my favorite pony this season. Yep. I didn't think I'd like her as much as I do. And I'm like, shit, I like her a lot. (laughs) 
I don't like voicing her and Twilight talking to each other. That is difficult. That is difficult for Diana. It's difficult for anyone. That's why the professionals are two different people. Hey! (laughs) But it's, I just, I really like her character. I do. And that leads us to the most important thing this season. Our favorite rando pony of this season. Now, Mm -hmm. I have a second honorable mention. A first honorable mention, and then my true rando pony of the year. What about you? I have a, a first, second, and third place, like a normal person. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's your number three? <laughs> third place is going to Gourmand Ramsey. Very nice. Very good pun. L- love a good pun. Love. And they did such a good job. Yes, they did. Styling that pony. They did. Like out of all of the chef ponies, and they are good chef ponies. Mm-hmm. He's the best one. He's very adorable. And he makes a second appearance, which is fantastic. Oh, I love lots of these make more than one appearance. So good. Love it. Uh, my number three is Azure Velour. Ooh. Or the Jean Ralphio Verdo Pony <laughs> from Saddle Row Review. Nice. Love it. All right. My first honorable mention is actually two ponies, but they go together. Okay. They're a pair. It's fair. Peachy Plume and Carrot Bun. For the sheer, I don't give a fuck about any of you vibes that they give. <laughs> Peachy Plume is from Where the Apple Lies. And, and Carrot, Carrot Bun, Bun is, is from, from Stranger Than Fan Fiction. Just the fuck you looks on their faces. They're very good. I love it. They're very good. I love a pony who is not here for anyone's bullshit. My number two is Amelia Earhoof. Ah, uh, Amelia Earhoof. I, I thought long and hard. She just didn't quite make my list. She's just so cute. I love the pun, of course. And then she's just very cute, and she just pops up unexpectedly. So I I enjoy that. I also adore the fact that she also is not willing to put up with Rainbow Dash's bullshit. Nope. (laughs) All right, but it's time for our number one. Mm -hmm. My number one from Dungeons and Discords. Mm, It's Cleopatra Cleopatra Jazz. Jazz. That one almost made my list because she's awesome. I love that she has bananas as her cutie mark. I looked through everything and I went, she's just glorious. She's Mm -hmm. a great pony. I had to go with Little Match. Oh, that's very cute. And your reaction is why. Whenever I see the name Little Match on our master list, I'm like, she's so fucking cute. And it's just one of those little ones that you just look at it and you instantly know who she's supposed to be. It's so good. So Britney Spears didn't make the list. No, that was my first thought. But when I actually like went and looked at the list, because we do have a master list, so I can keep track and make sure I don't duplicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then even this season, we had to have two that got named by our guests because we're starting to run out. I'm getting a little nervous. I like those ponies, too. But I I think what what knocked Britney out was that Gourmand Ramsey was just as good a pun and that pony looked even better. You get to see the pony, and it's not just a poster. So I understand. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's season six, every pony. That is. That's season six. Mm-hmm. And so we're two thirds of the way through. We've made it. We've got just under 100 more episodes to go. Woo. Yeah. There's still so much ground to cover. Yep. We're not done expanding this universe. Nope. Which is nuts to me. We're not done with Equestria Girls. No. Oh, my gosh. We'll have Legend of Everfree up before season seven starts airing, but we are taking a break. We are 
releasing this amid Oscar season. And then for us, we're not taking a break with our movies podcast like we normally do so that we can finish up our Bond coverage. And we're also in the middle of Riverdale season four. And that's just too much. It's just a lot. And then, you know, David and I have other projects going on outside of our three. So, yeah. Just, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, it's time for a little pony nap. A little break. So, if you want to listen to us talk movies, it's Macintosh and Mod Haven't Seen What? The podcast where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen. Mm-hmm. We also have The Dog House, which is our Riverdale rewatch and review podcast where we scream at Archie's hair color, stupid parents, and just overall badness. Horrible writing. There's a lot of screaming from us on that one, but also we can't look away. So a we're a lot di- of anger. We're addicted to it right now. And then I'm in a couple of things right now. I am currently a cast member of the Space Agers, which is a kids on bikes, teens in space actual play podcast where I play Don Joe Mayfield, a 14-year-old tap dancing beauty queen. And then I am also a co-host of the new Powered by the Apocalypse actual play podcast, Powered by the Players. And I'm doing that over on the Roll to Play Network. So you can hear me play games and be goofy over there. You can just find me on Twitter. Dave's on Twitter posting pony gifts all the damn day mm-hmm. when he's not editing all of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's where y'all can find us until we're back here in our little stable. See you next season, every pony. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.